Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today we are talking to Sarah Mall. Hey, Sarah. Hey, guys. Awesome to be here. It's great to have you, Sarah. And I am so excited about your idea and what you're working on. Sarah is the founder and CEO of Vin Social. Uh, she has the uh, great title of chief member, community builder, supporter of women entrepreneurship, changing the business of wine. And um, you get a sense of what Vin Social is all about. It's actually a very, very uh, innovative solution for the wine business. And we'll, we'll talk about that in more depth. But before we get there, Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your background. Absolutely. Thank you, first of all, for having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, so yeah, so my background, I actually, I grew up in the Midwest, small town, USA, uh, but made my way to New York City upon graduating from college. I, my, back, my degree is in fashion design, the business of fashion, right? So obviously NYC was the destination. I had a great, you know, about decade career, uh, just climbing the ranks, but as anything, you kind of mature, you become wiser, more worldly. And I ultimately just had a lot of ethical grind at the end of the day with the industry at large. And I had, you know, living in New York City, had the privilege of having access, obviously, to amazing dining experiences. And um, I had used the culinary arts as sort of a creative outlet. And right. I found my way, myself taking all kinds of culinary courses after hours, after work, after long, hard days and was eyeing opportunities to jump into this business. I saw it, I was always very much eyeing also an entrepreneurial venture and saw a lot of room for disruption. <clears throat> I found my way to the wine program at the International Culinary Center uh, in Manhattan where I attended their, their pro SOM training program, came out the other end, I always say a very deep, dark wine rabbit hole, um, a certified sommelier. And wow. it was really through that experience that the idea for Vin Social was first born. So I wow. am a certified so, so you sommelier. Are, What's that? You are a sommelier. I'm a certified sommelier, a certified wow. specialist in wine. I have my WSET level three credentials. So I'm definitely a wine nerd at heart. I love just continuing education for myself. Um, but more than learning about wine, I love to teach other people about wine. That's really sort of the root of Vin Social's mission. Well, I, I think I love sommeliers, one, because they actually know what, it, what good wine is. But yeah. I think the best experience I ever had drinking a bottle of wine was with a sommelier who was a friend of my father's because he appreciated, a, we had a great bottle of wine. We had a bottle that we had been gifted of Chateau Lafitte. It was like a very famous bottle. Yes. And um, I, I remember it distinctly because um, my father called his friend and he said, hey, we have this bottle. What should we do with it? And, and, <laughs> and, and the guy said, put it down leave it alone. I'm flying to your house now. <laughs> yeah, that's a unicorn bottle. Those are good. Yeah. And so we ended up drinking it with this guy and his, his excitement made me so excited about it. So, um, so, so wine is so exciting and, but it, 
right now we're seeing a lot of uh, people that are trying to experiment with new ideas and clearly Vin Social is one of those. Tell us a little bit more about what the idea is and what you're working on. Absolutely. So I actually founded Vin Social in 2015. Originally, this was coming out of my wine education experience. And I always say because I wasn't coming from the hospitality world, I was really an outsider just plopping myself right into the thick of it. My network were not wine and hospitality people. They were other professionals and other sort of, you know, professional industries. And as now sort of the de facto wine expert of the group, a lot of folks started confiding in me how interested they were in wine, but really intimidated by it. They felt insecure. Basically, I felt like every conversation with me now started with a confessional of like, (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't know much about wine. And I literally was like, what is the deal? Why is everyone so tripped up by this subject? And so I really started taking a, you know, step back and I just realized that the wine industry was just really, really antiquated in the way it was talking to consumers. It, you know, everything about the way the wine industry was talking to consumers really formed uh, for the baby boomers. And now we have all these younger up and coming generations who are interested in wine, but they don't care about the formalities. They don't like the formalities and wine sort of has this veil of elitism and exclusivity that they don't they don't have that value set. And so I really set out with Vin Social initially as the intention just to say, let's strip all the pretense. What if we reinvented the way that wine consumers discover wine, experience wine, learn about wine, really rooted in accessibility and inclusivity. And most importantly, because I think this is relevant to the story you just told, is that it's all based on narrative. It's really about exposing and magnifying the stories of these incredible people and these rich cultures and legacies behind the bottles versus, I always say, we talk about the why behind why, not the how you know, how it's made, because that is super technical and nerdy and can trip people up. So that is really what Vin Social started as was an experiential way to discover new wines. Mm-hmm. Today, you know, we've really grown a lot since then. And we are now really the premium solution to live to delivering virtual hospitality to the top tech companies and brands. Uh, we have our own uh, pr- proprietary online, we say edutainment programs, obviously, through the lens of craft wine and spirits. We have an e-commerce platform and a national product fulfillment infrastructure. So that is our primary focus, obviously with COVID and sort of this vacuum that was created of the collapse of hospitality and our ability to engage as humans, um, whether, you know, from a business standpoint or a personal standpoint, um, we've stepped in and just grown like exponentially <laughs> over the last year. So, so tell me how it would work, Sarah. Let's say, you know, I'm, I'm company X and I, I love the idea of creating some type of a hospitality moment, maybe a virtual event of some sort. How, how would I work with you guys? How does that function? Yeah. So what makes us so unique is in the makeup of our team. So everybody on my team, we have a very small team of five, but the the core theme is that we all come from really rich hospitality backgrounds and that we lead with hospitality first, because I fully believe that, you know, a virtual event is just an empty room with like a salesperson in it potentially. Right. And so we, we spend all these time, all this time now in virtual venues. Um, But they need to be brought to life with hospitality. That's with the talent, the program, the product. And so what we do is we work with our clients. We have some exceptional, you know, Fortune 100 clients um, 
in all industry sectors, but we step in to really become a extension, a turnkey extension of their field marketing and event marketing teams, okay. typically for sales driven initiatives. Okay. So we do everything from, we build out a branded registration page for them to just, they can just drop a link to their guests to invite them. We um, intake all of their information, very, you know, data protected there um, so that we can fulfill and, and ship everybody in advance a beautiful gift, of course, which will be the center of their virtual experience. Uh, we do all the branded comms to really get them excited to get our guests to attend. And in fact, all these things really have an impact on our attendance, right? Because that is what everyone's looking for at the end of the day. A client wants to make sure that the folks they're inviting are actually joining the conversation and coming to the table. So we have over a 90% attendance rate because of all wow. these off touches that we sort of layer in. And then of course, the main event is the virtual event. So we have a team of you know, vir technical virtual event producers. We have a team of songs that are sort of on demand trained in our program that are the hosts. And we yeah. often also bring in the maker or a leader or a brand rep from whatever winery or craft spirits brand is at the center of the experience. So they can really- wow. You know, because that is an ungettable experience for a lot of people um, is, you know, you can go to a winery in Napa and you're not necessarily going to meet the winemaker. Right. So so it would be the event would be around one wine or uh, could could I do like multiple wines and they're just. So, yeah. So each event is featured around one vintner or one distillery. So okay. with wine, we ship two full size bottles of wine, usually a white and a red or a rosé and a red, depending on the season. Um, and with the small batch spirits, they tend to be small format. So more of a, of a tasting. Um, mm -hmm. So it really just depends, but either way, it's always rooted in, Hey, let's discover this awesome brand that, that are more under the radar. I think that's the other sort of X factor that Vin social brings is that, you know, we're entertaining a very sophisticated audience who has, you know, means to get whatever they want. How do you impress them? And for right. us, it's about, you know, positioning ourselves as tastemakers, we have our finger on the pulse of what's cool and hip and the industry insiders drink at their own tables. And that for our guests is a moment of discovery, something new they haven't tried before. Um, and that I think it adds a lot of the intrigue for why people actually show up and want to learn about the product. I, I love it, Sarah. I think it's such a great concept and it seems so relevant to this new world that's emerging really. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we've all been living in this, uh, pandemic through this pandemic, but uh, the reality is that um, even after the pandemic, we're all going to be living much more uh, from from Zoom call to Zoom call. I don't, I, I can't imagine this is all going to disappear. Probably for some people, unfortunately, but the, the the reality is that these virtual events really provide an amazing uh, amazing role where you can connect with lots of people in lots of different places, but. Listening to you talk, I can see how it's almost like an intimate connection, right? Because it's such an amazing experience. Yeah, it's, I mean, what you're saying is all the things that we're seeing in real time. There's so much data and research happening now because um, there have been billions of billions of dollars pumped in to companies that are going to be, they're banking on the fact that we are going to continue to operate in these virtual spaces and connect virtually, right? Um, so, what that means is we, we're stepping in to really be leaders and we're hearing live from our clients that they have had better ROI on virtual events. They never would have said this a year ago than they have for in-person. And the reason we believe is because it's actually an act of hospitality when you make it really easy 
for your guests to join. You're asking less of them. We ship the product to their home. They don't have to physically, they don't have to get on a plane, get a car, get a babysitter. You know, they can join an experience for an amazing 45, 60 minute program, and then they're done. Um, and because now this paradigm shift has happened and, and these giant organizations and small organizations, have, they're not going back to right. full time, right? They're going to have some sort of hybrid. And so I think we're going to see from a, a guest standpoint, guests being much more selective about the in-person events that they do attend. Um, and, you know, the reality is that companies that rely on staying in, in close contact with their, their leads or their existing clients is they're, they're, they're committing to keeping virtual as a, is more than 50% of their events, right. um, strategy because it's more cost-effective and it's yeah. also working. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's the big thing is I, I miss everybody. I miss events. I, uh, there, there was such a, a, a cadence to my life with the key events every year. But the reality is that from a business perspective, we have been more efficient than ever before. Um, and I would say that, as, as I was mentioning before, Zoom has a um, kind of a double effect. In some ways, it's less personal because it is technology. But in another way, it's almost more personal. I mean, I feel at times that um, in, uh, you know, I've been a uh, participant in some of these things like lunch club, et cetera, you get, you get deeper with people faster um, in, in a way. And so I, I think that what, what, your, what your solution, Vin Social, provides is almost like uh, taking that to the next level, which is really kind of turning it into a broader experience, giving it a focal point, a shared thing, right? A shared moment. I love 100%. that. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that, you know, one of the, our belief systems is that, you know, to build intimacy in a virtual space really takes a skill set, um, which is why, you know, we design our program to really, we say we warm up and wind up the audience. So they immediately feel comfortable and warm and welcome. And of course the alcohol helps, right? <laughs> but <laughs> it's really having that shared sensory experience. We may not be together physically, but we're all tasting. We're having the same sensory experience simultaneously. And that builds cohesion among the group. Um, so I, you know, I may be biased, but I think the wine and booze are sort of the secret sauce. Well, you know, you know, Sarah, during uh, the heart of the pandemic, the worst of the pandemic, I think that probably every every adult needed a personal sommelier in their life yeah. <laughs> just to, to make it through the days. But I mean, um, I always ask this question, you know, it's been a, a challenging year for for everyone. And I just would be curious to hear, like, what's bringing you joy and how are you getting through this whole whole period of craziness? Yeah, I mean, well, wine, eh? I'm, <laughs> I always say, you know, I am a huge travel junkie. You know, Vin Social is also designed to be an amazing sort of lifestyle um, for myself, my team, and obviously extended that to my community. Um, so when I can't travel physically, I feel like wine is such a great way. I always say it, you travel through the glass and it kind of takes you on a moment of escape. So there's that. But secondly, you know, uh, just spending, having, 
you know, the challenge, but also the privilege to spend more time with my family because yeah. prior to COVID, you know, like you, we were always, my husband and I were tr- always on airplanes and, you know, we have a three-year-old daughter. So it's been actually a real silver lining to just yeah, be. It's one of those moments where you're like, Hey, Oh, so that's who I married. <laughs> yes, I mean, it was amazing, you know, and it's just, it's been so great. So definitely, you know, spending time with my, my parents who are getting older and um, my daughter and all those things, it's, it's been actually priceless. Yeah, no, that, that's real. That is a silver lining for the whole situation. But, you know, as, as the, the, the world moves forward and, and we kind of prepare for let's knock on wood somewhere that things continue to improve. Where, how do you see Vin social evolving over the next couple of years? Yeah. So we're obviously we're, we're tripling, quadrupling down on remaining these sort of pioneers and bleeding edge on what is possible and what is happening in the virtual event space. Um, but of course our DNA is, in-person events. And so as we're building out an incredible portfolio, if you will, of these small craft wine and spirits brands who are always eager for us to come and bring guests and bring our community to them and to meet them, to tour their facility, taste on site, um, down the road, not too far off. It will definitely be re, um, adding that back in some travel experiences where you can actually join us at the location, meet the winery, you know, meet the the winemaker or the distiller. So travel for sure coming back online. And of course, you know, we want to do more um, flagship, you know, maybe quarterly events for our community, because aside from our B2B business, which is, you know, our primary focus right now, we also have a B2C quarterly subscription. It's basically Mm -hmm. like a wine club meet social club um, that is quarterly. So each quarter we feature a different place in the world of wine. Mm -hmm. So you can spend, uh, you'll get a, a a box of six different wines from six different wineries that really in our mind represent what is this place? What, what grape varieties do you need to know about? Who are some really incredible benchmark producers who are, you know, really sort of representative of that place. And then we create a bunch of on-demand content as well as live event experiences for our members to join and just basically get the full sort of richness of the experience. So we are currently exploring Austria and Germany. Uh, We just released our spring box a few weeks ago. So still uh, opportunity for folks if you're listening want to join in and what why don't we get you guys a code too for your listeners i i i'm in i i i think it sounds amazing i was just thinking about that the idea of a club and maybe getting a flight of wine or a box of wine sounds sounds perfect yeah. sarah I, uh, apart from the fact that i want to go have a glass of wine and i think i should have had a glass of wine with you i think we're gonna have to do this again over a bottle of wine um it's been great to have you on uncaged we've been talking to sarah mall she is the founder and ceo of vin social uh sarah where can people find more information about what you're up to on vin social yeah, vinsocial.co, V as in Victor, I-N, social.co. Uh, you can go from there, either navigating if you want to learn about our B2B programs or our you know, consumer wine club subscription. You can see all of the events coming up, all the things. Uh, also, we are raising capital equity crowdfunding. So we're actually inviting our community, our fans, our friends to become investors in VinSocial, which is really exciting. So, Well, I mean, Sarah, (laughs) it sounds like a very timely idea, very innovative and something that we all need. And I'm I'm looking forward to toasting to VinSocial's success 
as, as the company continues to develop. And thank you so much for being on, on Uncaged today. Thank you. It was my pleasure. So fun to see you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.